0: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
1: We have so many things to remember in our day and age, but I can't even remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. On this episode of Inverse, we're going to look at the power of forgetting and the power of remembering. Stay with us. Hey, it's Justin from Inverse, and we've got a whole series of topics prepared just for you, pertinent for young adults. And we want you to get even more involved in our Bible study. So we prepared a Bible study guide called the Inverse Bible Study Guide, and you can access it by going to inversebible.org. From there, you can see all of our topics and study guides and materials and blogs and whatnot. You can study the Bible and join our conversation here on Inverse. Hey, welcome friends to this episode of Inverse where we look at the power of remembrance as we study the book of Nehemiah from the perspective of leadership. We've gone through a lot of chapters and here in the studio with me are my friends. We're going to read the Bible together, pray together, and hopefully by the Holy Spirit's power get some into some deep stuff and maybe have some a fun time in the process. So Kelly, um, you're going to read the Bible before, but before you do, we're going to have Siku. Siku's
2: going to pray for us.
0: Please do. Let's pray. Loving Father, we come before you um, with humility that you would help us to understand these deep things um, that we find in scripture. Give us the gift of the Holy Spirit um, so that when we come away from this experience, we will know that we've had an encounter with you we pray these things in your name amen. Amen.
1: Okay, amen 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 and now we go to Callie Actually. She's going to the Bible for us so chapter 9 is where we're at in Nehemiah and uh, let's just start not too long this is a long chapter it mm-hmm. traverses a lot of material and how many verses does it have 38 verses uh, but we'll get to by God's grace most all of it let's go to chapter 9 verses 1 through 3 please
3: okay Now, on the twenty-fourth day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and sackcloth and with dust on their heads. Then those of Israelite lineage separated themselves from all foreigners, and they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers. And they stood up in their place and read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for one-fourth of the day. And for another fourth, they confessed and worshipped the Lord their God.
2: Yeah, thanks, Jonathan. What um, Give us the context of how we enter into chapter 9. Yeah, so in chapter 8, we saw that uh, Nehemiah and Ezra and the Levites and, and the, the spiritual leaders of Jerusalem have this time of Bible study. Yes. They're, they're reading the, the Law book of the law and, yes. and they're inter- interpreting it, they're explaining it to those who don't understand fully. And we just see revival taking place. Mm-hmm. And then they are celebrating the t- the Feast of the Tabernacles as well. So it's just a, a really wonderful time of rededication. And now we are just two weeks, a little over two weeks later. It uh, says, you know, 24th day of this month. So that's how I calculated that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> the, they're, they're, sem- they're sem- assembling again here, but this time the tone is a little different. They're in sackcloth, fasting, dust on their heads, which is, you know, a very strong. Um, image of, of humility and humbling before the Lord and so now they are looking to to uh, confess their sins and to to have uh, an encounter with God uh, to you know clean their hearts from sin and and trying to have a, re, a renewed uh, commitment and covenant with the mm-hmm. Lord and if we follow the structure
1: of Nehemiah again yeah. we follow this chiasm or this mm-hmm. mountain or this subway sandwich that we call it but you have a uh, prayer in chapter one that yes. sets it up And that prayer, in in a sense, kind of looks forward to what Nehemiah is going to do. Then it goes to revival. Then there's a list and then opposition on the outside. It goes to the apex of talking about Jesus, Jesus' character, and the the conflicts that are happening on the inside. Then comes back down the mountain of external opposition, then another list, revival. And if it matches the pattern, we should see a prayer here in chapter 9, of which we will see... Um, Callie, can you read verse 4 and 5 there? And if you can get through the names there, we'll give you a (laughs) medal. Okay,
3: let's do this. (laughs) Then Jeshua, Bani, Kadmiel, Shabaniah, Bani, Sherebiah, Bani, what? Okay. (laughs) And Chanani stood on the stairs of the Levites and cried out with a loud voice to the Lord their God. And the Levites, Jeshua, Kadmiel, Bani, Hashabaniah, Sherebiah, stop laughing at me, Jonathan, Hodad, Hodaija, Shabaniya, and Pethahia said Stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. Oh,
1: good job, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Wonderful job. And (laughs) you do your students proud, uh, Who are, as an English teacher, reading Hebrew Hebrew names there. (laughs) uh, There are some names there that are are funny. Bonnie is there, and Boonie, and and, uh, those those names themselves are very interesting. But we now, instead of seeing an individual prayer in chapter 1, now we see a corporate yes. prayer. And then all those names you read there are, were not done in vain, but it's to yeah. show that there's a multiplicity yeah. of people here. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of praying together as a community. This is a very interesting prayer. This prayer is, uh, well, let's read a couple verses of it and see how we're, we're getting but, but there. Before
2: we get in there, okay. just a brief comment on, on those names, because often we read over names and that's mm-hmm. it. But... Y- I mean, I'm not saying that these people were not involved before, but it's cool that they're mentioned. We see, I believe, a growth of, of faithful leaders mm. now. Uh, the Lord is working, and slowly but surely, the wall is restored, the temple is restored, yes. spirituality is restored, and these people are emerging as new leaders for this new uh, time for Israel. So mm-hmm. I just, just wanted to mention yes, it. I think it's beautiful how God insight. brings that together. You, that you actually do see the
1: Levites coming out and taking a more prominent yeah. role. Mm-hmm. You you'd wonder, where were they before? And mm-hmm. maybe having a, a good restore, restoration leader as Nehemiah right. brought them out out of the woodwork in a sense. That's something. But thank you for that insight. Let's go to verse six and I'll start reading here. You alone are the Lord. You have made heaven, the heaven of heavens with all their host. The earth and everything on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve them all. Mm. The host of heaven worships you. You are the Lord God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Chaldeans and gave him the name Abraham. You found his heart faithful before you and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jezebites, Girgashites, to give it to his descendants. You have performed your words, for you are righteous. Mm. You saw the affliction of our fathers in Egypt and heard their cry by the Red Sea. You showed signs and wonders against Pharaoh, against all his servants, and against all the people of his land. For you knew that they acted proudly against them. So you made a name for yourself as it is this day. Mm -hmm. And you divided the sea before them, so that they went through the midst of the land on the dry land... And their persecutors you threw into the deep as a stone into the mighty waters. Moreover, you led them by day with a cloudy pillar and by night with a pillar of fire to give them light on the road which they should travel. You came down also on Mount Sinai and spoke to them from heaven and gave them just ordinances and true laws, good statutes and commandments. You made known to them your holy Sabbath and commanded them precepts, statutes and laws. By the hand of Moses, your servant, you gave them bread from heaven for their hunger. And brought them water out of the rock for their thirst, and told them to go in to possess the land which you had sworn to give them. well we'll stop there. Any any observations that you see from the first? Uh, I don't know the first half, but the first quarter mm-hmm. of that chapter. Mm-hmm. Siku, uh,
0: you, you kept emphasizing the you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you, you <laughs> noticed I, that. Yeah, I noticed. You did. <laughs> yeah. But that this is the, they begin their prayer by addressing God, mm. and the first the first you know couple lines of the prayer. It starts with blessed be your glorious name which is exalted above all blessing and then you alone are Lord. There's a recognition of who God is and that becomes the foundation of how they're approaching God Mm -hmm. which is I guess if we're talking about recipes for prayer is you know beginning prayer with an understanding and awareness of who it is that we're talking to and this is where they start Mm -hmm. that you aside from what he's even done in the past Mm -hmm. just you are the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then you have done X, Y, Z, X, and, mm-hmm. and all these things. Does
1: God need that to be established in a prayer? Like, why do it? Why do they start off prayer that way, Kelly?
3: I found, you know, I've I don't think I'm this detailed in my prayers, but I found when I'm when I'm discouraged or I need to be reminded of who God is or when I'm going to ask him something great, like I need to remember what God has already done mm-hmm. and I'm just like, could you help me in the past? But like, what did God actually do? <laughs> and it's a way of encouraging ourself in the Lord, <laughs> of reminding who we're addressing and not just, not just leave it with lofty titles yeah. like, you're loving, you're powerful, you're great, thanks so much. But like, you literally took us out of Egypt, you parted waters, you, and very specific and for <laughs> me doing that, like that emboldens me and encourages me of who I'm talking to in the first so
1: place. So it does pre- God on one level but it also places you in 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 in, in uh relation to who you're talking like remembering, to
3: remembering like yeah. oh yeah this is what I'm praying to I'm mm-hmm. not doing it because I'm supposed to but like oh yeah this is the God that yeah. I'm addressing mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I think we have, to re- we have to remember here that again the people um of Israel they're weak in their understanding of spiritual matters they have forgotten there's there's a lot of stuff going on there's mixing with the multitudes you know years of of uh, exile so they need to be reminded of all these things. Here it starts out with uh, pointing out that God is the creator. You know that's a very, very powerful statement. He's not just the deity of rain or the deity of you know you make the crops grow. God does that, but does God is not just that. Yeah. God, this is the creator of all everything. things. Yeah, because they have uh, there's you know the other religions around Israel had deities for all kinds right. of things. Yes, but this is the God of gods. He yeah. is the king of kings. So establishing that reminding them is a powerful thing and i think for our prayer life my prayer life when i keep reminding myself that god is the creator he can speak in and exists out of nothing Mm -hmm. i mean that informs my faith strengthens my, my 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 trust in the lord in my prayers and makes me bold to ask him for things that you know the deity of couldn't do but you yeah, know. know he is the god of all <laughs> things does it make sense
1: the prayer does start off that way but it's actually looking through the chronological history yes. of israel as you notice in verse six it's about creation verse seven it's mm-hmm. verse seven we're Shem- getting Shem- a couple thousand to- years ahead we're getting into the abrahamic narrative mm-hmm. and then verse that's all of genesis right there and then <laughs> in verse nine we're getting to exodus, exodus. i mean mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of a recollection of history. Yep. But the remembering is done in the midst of prayer. Yes. And that's an interesting exercise. How many of you guys do this this remembrance prayer? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. It's, it's it's I don't a, do it very it's, often, it's to be honest. It's not a normal
0: uh, spiritual exercise. Yes, no. I, and I think we would benefit, I would benefit much from doing this more. You know, um, I remember t- just talking to my, to my son one time, you know, he's he, he got maybe a little overexcited and, um, he went to hit his dad, you know, and, um, and, and I said to him, I'm like, son, you don't hit dad. You don't hit your dad. And he's like, why mama? I was like, can you see how big he is? <laughs> like, if he decided to hit you back, you think you'd be okay? He's like, no. And just, just having an awareness of you know, who it is that you are interacting with, mm-hmm. you know, just even at a human level, like, mm-hmm. um, if, if you're walking down the street and there's a car coming and you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross the street. Okay, did you look at your body compared to this vehicle mm-hmm. that could mow you down? Or the f- yeah. laws of physics. <laughs> yeah. 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 But just an awareness of the reality that you're facing, yeah. um, and doing this, the 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 power of thinking about the reality that is before you, because. Truth is powerful, but it only really impacts you when you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's true, God is big and God is great and he has done all these things. Mm-hmm. But if you're not thinking about it, then it doesn't impact your current reality, mm-hmm. even if you knew it from before. Mm-hmm. But we need to be consciously thinking and recollecting what God has done in order for it to impact our lives right mm-hmm. now. Jonathan and Kelly.
2: Yeah, so I've noticed that in my life, when I, even in this show right now, like sometimes you will ask a question and direct it right, right to me. Mm-hmm. And He's I have drunk. no idea what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> like right now. You know, right, like right now. But then <laughs> as I, I'm the kind of person that as I speak, I process and I think. Mm-hmm. And so when I, what, he, what they're doing here, they're going through the process, the history of what happened. And as you go through the, the thinking process, remembering all these, all these things that have happened in the past, yeah. uh, a picture of God emerges and maybe quest, uh, answers to the questions you wanted to address God with already come to you because hey oh he is the creator oh he has done this like yeah i can address you understand what i mean like, there's a process when you remember that uh that helps you in 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 finding answers mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. jonathan hold that thought and when we come back after the break we're going to look at
1: the uh, power of remembering and the power of forgetting and how that impacts us in a contemporary modern age so stay with us and don't forget remember to come back here on inverse remember
0: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
1: Hey, everyone. You didn't forget you came back. Hey, we're so happy.
2: Hey, Jonathan, (laughs) we'll go back to you. You were saying... Um, well, I was saying that as you remember, you process um, hit your history with God mm-hmm. and it informs you your, your picture and understanding of the character of God, mm-hmm. sometimes better than if you just go into a prayer and ask God for something. Uh, so remembering helps you to see who is God. And sometimes by the end of a prayer or, or a process like this, you don't even have to ask God for anything anymore mm. because your faith has been built up by remembering the power of God and his activity in your life. Sometimes you
1: get so overwhelmed yes. with the character and the history of God that your current position just just evaporates. And You're your problems subsumed. seem like whatever. You're subsumed in the <laughs> yeah. person of God. Yes, Kelly. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So going back to, you know, why don't we pray this way normally? I think something that comes to my mind is the inconvenience of prayer. Mm. and the um you know i want to go do stuff so like it's like god please bless me okay thanks and just mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. but this requires like a detailed recollection and the same thing like processing it's not mm-hmm. just like jesus bless the wall jesus bless these people jesus the but like four to five months right going back to chapter one of prayer or being like god this is who you are like i'm gonna sit here and fellowship with you i'm not here just to like check this off the list i mentioned it to god i'm moving on but i'm here to connect with god and leave my burdens leave mm-hmm. my burdens here mm-hmm. and not pick them back up again but that requires remembering who god is i remember that that requires detailing things and that requires being intentional in that time with god
1: do we do this enough in our culture in our generation with all that all the all the stuff that's going on these these modern inventions should help us save time and give us more time to slow down Mm -hmm. but uh, evidences are showing us that it doesn't it's speeding up a life we don't have the time to even reflect on the past because we're just constantly on our tech center and whatever you know and we're we on this show we blast a lot of our our, our smartphones and we, we, but we go, do it. but we do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, how how do we do this 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 process of remembering? And I mean, how does that? Can you give us principles? Like, do I have to go back, Lord? You you brought my parents f- across the ocean and <laughs> oh, brought them into the airport, and <laughs> Lord, I you were there when I was born, and I don't remember the hospital that I was born <laughs> in, but you were there, and and Lord, you. I mean, do we do that, or is that it? Or I mean, what are some, some practical ways we can we can operationalize this remember. chapter? I mean, but
0: one of the things is, at the beginning of the chapter, it says that the children of Israel were assembled, mm. that there's an intentionality to this experience. Mm. So maybe not every time when you're praying for your breakfast, Lord, you know you you gave manna. You gave manna. You know, but but there's an intentionality to a time of reflection. Mm -hmm. Um, So being intentional about creating spaces in our lives Mm -hmm. where we will have time to Mm -hmm. reflect on who God is and what He has done, who we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) in relation to Him, Mm -hmm. and just I think intentional is the word Mm -hmm. uh, about it.
1: Yeah, I have these journals that, uh, I, that I've given out to uh, my teammates here, and those journals are they're not diaries. Men do not use diaries. we use oh journals. Uh, we <laughs> use captains, logs that we do. Uh, and these, these, these journals are ways for us to slow down, to put aside our, our devices. They're not bad in themselves but just to spend time and to reflect and, and to look at the things that God has done in our daily lives yeah. and even to look back and be thankful for different things. Mm-hmm. I think it's one way to to take your life history and make that into a prayer. Ups and downs. Yeah. I, mean, like. I think
2: psychologically, biologically, and because of our situation that we are in in, in a sinful world, we're not able to to comprehend something immediately and you know we have a full understanding of the situation Mm -hmm. we need to process we need to think of it and as you said this generation and we are all part of it uh, we have a hard time doing that you yes. know and, and everything's about the moment right now yes. i mean you have divide- apps that you, you share something but then it will disappear yes. so it's not about you, you, there's no reflection it's just mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. but there's a blessing in processing i think uh god wants us to to chew on this you know like mm-hmm. eat the word of god you, you you're supposed to chew what 30 40 times when you eat right mm-hmm. and and then really something like that
3: <laughs> yeah. a ask a doctor I heard, I heard, ask 40 doctor. 40 sounds familiar
2: well maybe 40 okay mm-hmm. maybe 60 but you're supposed to spend time processing, right? Mm-hmm. And so th- we need that in in our current uh, situation that we are in. Mm-hmm. And that way, that will really then also transform our lives.
0: And you know, we're we're so obsessed with living now mm-hmm. that we don't we yeah. don't realize that without reflecting, without a realization of where we're coming from, you can't fully experience the now. Yeah. Without a realization of. What was in the past slow
2: is not wrong. Like we, something being slowed down is seen as like a slow download. You know, like oh, it's so slow, and my phone is so slow, and my computer is like
3: taking twelve seconds. Yeah, and (laughs)
2: so we have this thinking that oh, if something takes a long time, that's bad. Yeah, but not always.
3: And sometimes I think it can be the exact opposite. I was listening to a sermon recently and he said something super powerful. And he said, if, if the devil can't get in front of you and stop you, mm. he'll get behind you and push you. Mm. Mm. And it's like, okay, there's, there's so much. Cause if we're going, like, there's no time to reflect. It's like, oh, there's God's moving somewhere in my life. I don't know where it was. He said something powerful. Like, it's, now it's Tuesday. I don't know. Like, you're just always moving. And we, but that's the thing was like, we need that intentionality. Cause sometimes we're always waiting for that. That, that weekend or that vacation or that Mm -hmm. whenever, when this project is done, then I'll wait, but it's gonna keep coming. So we have to choose to have that time. The irony is
1: one of the commandments of the, of the Ten Commandments is remember the (laughs) The Sabbath Sabbath day. day. Uh, we take that as to keep the Sabbath day and don't do anything bad yeah. on the Sabbath day. And, and then we're, we're looking at the doing and the not doing of the day. Yeah. But it should be a day where we focus on being. Mm-hmm. And to remember, I mean, I got to be honest, I don't remember what happened last Sabbath mm-hmm. and or the Sabbath before that. I know we went to church and it was a good day, mm-hmm. but how do we bask in the, the providence of God? And mm. we have one day set apart for that. I wanna if we can, any other comments before we push on what? Siku?
0: I guess my comment was kind yes. of a push on. Okay. Um, but I was just going to say in verse 17, we... we okay, well, let's, to let's, get, let's get to it. Okay. Um, let's read it,
1: and we'll, we'll come back to you in verse okay. 17. Okay, get you too fast. Um, <laughs> so for the first half of what we just read, the, the, the word that's repeated is the word you. You, mm. you, 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 and you see that. But then from 16 onwards, there are these transitional words that are going to be emphasized. Yes. And then I'll, I'll try to inflect. Verse 16, <laughs> but... Okay, so you see that there's a, there's a turn of events. Mm-hmm. But... They and our fathers acted proudly, hardened their necks, and they did not heed your commandments. They refused to obey, and they were mindful of your wonders and that you did, you did among them, but they hardened their necks, and in, in their rebellion, they appointed a leader to return to your, their bondage. But you are a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and did not forsake, forsake them. Even when they made a molded, molded calf for themselves and said, this is your God that brought you out of Egypt, and worked great provocations. Yet in your manifold, manifold mercies you did not forsake them in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud did not depart from them by day to lead them on the road. Nor the pillar of fire by night to show them light on the way they should go. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them. And did not withhold your manna from their mouth. And gave them water for their thirst. Forty years you sustained them in the wilderness. Wilderness, They lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out. And their feet did not swell. Moreover, you gave them kingdoms and nations and divided them into districts. So they took possession of the land of Sihon, the land, the land of the king of Heshbon. The king of Og, the king of Bashan, you also multiplied their children as the stars of heaven, and brought them into the land which you had told their fathers to go in and possess. So the people went and possessed the land. You subdued before them the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, and gave them into their hands, with their kings and the people of the land, that they might do with them as they wished. And they took strong cities and a rich land, possessed houses full of all goods, cisterns already dug. Vineyards, olive groves, fruit trees, and abundance. So they ate and were filled and grew fat and delighted themselves in your great goodness. I'm not going to read the rest of this, but you see in verse 26, there's nevertheless, verse 27, therefore, verse 28, but, verse 29, if you look there, uh, there's another, but I mean, there's these transitions, and it's kind of, if you have a chance, uh, this is kind of a poem in a sense. You see this direction of they did this, but this, and mm-hmm. these these turns are taking. Mm-hmm. Um, what what are these turns, and what is the second half of this prayer really emphasizing? Mm-hmm.
3: I think it's emphasizing how 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 God is treating his people but then how his people's treating him back. Yeah. So like God lavished all these things but they turned away from him. But yeah. God still had mercy on them but they turned away again and God gave them more things and they're still like no. Yeah. And it's just it's just but it, it is consistent in the contrast mm-hmm. over the and contrast. over again. Mm-hmm. It's like and then God brought them back but then they went away. And then God brought and then they
0: went away. Mhm. And Siku. So to, to go to before, to before you read it, yeah, back to 17. <laughs> um, where they refused to obey, it says, and they were not mindful of your wonders. Mm-hmm. The prayer begins with being mindful mm-hmm. of what God has done. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like this sets up the, the, re, the actions of the children of Israel were based on a lack of mindfulness about who God is and what mm-hmm. God had done for them. Mm-hmm. So no matter what God did, like they were not mindful of it. Mm-hmm. Like you could be the best God, like the most awesome God, like showing showering them with love and and mm-hmm. kindness and yeah, maybe it works for a little bit and then you forget who who gave you the gifts that you have, That's you amazing. know? You forget the the giver of the gifts and you start focusing on the gifts themselves. Mm-hmm. And so like this lack of mindfulness is, was kind of the, the foundation of this waywardness and the rebellion that the children of Israel continually experienced over and over. I,
1: uh, I feel like you're saying that there is a certain power, not a very good power, a bad power. There is a certain force with forgetfulness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in, in some way, it could even be a sin to c- can keep forgetting yeah. the goodness and the, and the disproportionate grace of God. Over and over and over again.
3: Something I find so interesting is like they did—they did remember some things. Mm But they remembered, like, oh man, the leeks and onions in Egypt. Mm. Like, yeah. they remembered the things they weren't supposed Onion. to remember. Yeah. But then they're <laughs> the like, oh yeah, yeah like, oh that. yeah, God, mm. part of the Red Sea. But it's like, oh man, but that food though, <laughs> like. And so I, I do think, you know, that is true. This isn't, this isn't necessarily part of this, but I think there's some ways there's a blessing and forgetfulness of the right things. Mm-hmm. I think about um, in my journal when I'm really mad at someone or really upset, I won't detail what happened, mm-hmm. and I simply write like, I'm really upset. I'm praying to God, but may it all. Be forgotten. Mm -hmm. That's what I always write because I just I don't do like a
1: Nehemiah entry and like,
2: dear Lord,
1: may you. (laughs) Well, sometimes my journal turns into prayers. Yeah, (laughs) but I
3: just say like, Lord, please guide me through this, and like I put the details. But may I be forgotten? I just may be forgotten. So there's a certain blessedness in forgetting the right things and remembering the right things. But it's like they had it completely switched.
1: They remember the bad stuff and they forgot yeah. the good stuff. I
3: yeah. remember, like, oh yeah, bondage. I mean, it wasn't that bad. Like, do you right. you clearly don't remember what bondage mm-hmm. was like? Um,
1: right. <laughs> and uh, if I can interpose with with the, the 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 complaints happening in Exodus, that's what they're remembering. Yeah. Yeah. they're saying it over and yeah. over again. They're complaining, murmuring, murmuring, And that's they're what they that's their what their, their general that's what their kids remember and their mm. grandkids
2: remember, and yeah. they don't remember the.
1: Good
3: and their stuff own either. words are reacting upon themselves. Yeah. yeah.
2: You no, know, way. I'm, I'm 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 thinking here of you know at the end of my life, mm-hmm. what do I want? To remember what do i want my life to be remembered for mm-hmm. uh, in the bible you have these kind of declarations over and over again where they recount the whole history i remember in the book of psalms you have it you have uh, stephen uh, who, who in the book of acts uh, the, retelling the whole history of what happened uh, even deuteronomy and so how is my life story my life song uh, uh, going to look like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna have those twists and turns mm-hmm. or is it gonna be you know faithfulness yeah, no, and you know I, I i'm just thinking about that right now and i'm I wanna I wanna ask God to Amen. to help me in that in to have a life that is can be remembered in such a way. Well, let's
1: go to verse thirty six and this is how he does conclude. Yes.
2: Here we are servants today in
1: the land that you gave to our fathers to eat its fruit and its bounty. Here we are servants in it. Yes. And here this is his conclusion, yes. Mm-hmm. And his ultimate conclusion, verse eight thirty eight is And because of all this we make a sure covenant and write it our leaders, our Levites, and our priests seal it. Yeah. Okay, we've come to our end of the episode here. We've covered this prayer of remembrance, but here they sign a covenant and we'll find out next week on what they're actually signing and what parameters they're promising themselves to this covenant on. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you remember this episode. We'll see you next week here on
0: Inverse. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Kelly Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.